This is a HeadGum Podcast. You or Jayla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is another episode of Who's There? Big week. I got nothing fun to say. I had a huge weekend, I'll say that. Um. So do you want to talk about that weekend just, you know, now organically as it came up? Or are you going to use that as a response to one of the calls that's coming later? What do you think? Do whatever you want. Do whatever you know. I don't know. Thank you to the person who called to ask how my weekend was. In case you forgot, I did go to Toronto for 24 hours to see Carly Rae Jepsen play with the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. It was fucking amazing. But you know what was more amazing? All what the Toronto hooligans that I met while I was there. So lovely. Um, thank you so much for hosting me. And, and like, it was just, it was so, so, so nice to see Carly, like, with my people, you know? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really cool. The party that you went to looked amazing. And I'm oh sad my I god, it was go. incredible! Shout out Marco, um, who basically put together the whole thing. Uh, it was truly unbelievable. Um, and again, I'm very jealous. And Gia went to got to go, which again, jealous. Yeah, no, me and Gia had the best time. Shout out Porter Airlines. Shout out. Uh, what else did we do? Wait, uh, so what's the deal with Porter <laughs> Airlines? It's just a Canadian airline that's very. It's just good. a really good Canadian airline that treats you like a human being. You know. So it's the opposite of spirit. You get free job up, Bobby. What kind of? I mean, you get free Java on any airline, but like, what is do you it mean? Good no, Java? no, 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 no. Like in the in the in the lounge before you even get on the plane, there's free Java. <gasps> they just have like free Java for people yeah. who are waiting. Yeah, yeah, and cookies and sodas, and you can just get it and just chill. And there's free Wi-Fi. This place it makes America's it, ma- it makes us look like we're literally like shitting in buckets at the airport. It makes us look. It makes it's embarrassing for us. Lindsay and I were visiting our friend who works at like cool hip job in like L.A. with like cool office, like you know, very cool office that provides lunch. There, in every floor of this building, there are snacks. There's a snack room. It was room crazy. On every it made me feel floor. like trash. Yeah. And Lindsay and I just kept taking snacks. But they were like, you know, high quality, themmy snacks. You got kind bars, seaweed snacks. I mean, snacks. speaking of snacks that you take for later, I literally ate like a Porter Airlines snack yesterday after I got back from the from the flight. Like I had it in my bag. I just took an extra snack and I had it in my bag and I ate it. We took so many snacks from our friend Ray's office and just put them in our bags. It was like uh, Uncle Frank and Home Alone when he's like, put them in your purse. Put them in your purse. Shout out Toronto. Thank you for having me. Thank you for treating me um, like one of your own. Thank you to Carly Rae Jepsen for being perfect. And I had a great weekend. So thank you for asking. That's great. Um, and we're going to play the first call. Hey, this is Jason from sunny Cleveland, Ohio. And I just want to tell you that the lemon chiffon Starbucks yogurt you recommended is divine. Thanks so much. Good form. Bella form. Wow, Lindsay, you're really spreading the gospel of the I'm so mad. Starbucks lemon chiffon yogurt. I'm so yogurt. angry. I'm so angry at this caller. I don't know why you're angry. I think it's like flattering. You made a recommendation and people like it. I just can't with these things that we, that, oh, I just can't. I love it. I love it. I hate it. I love it. I'm so glad you enjoyed the yogurt. I'm never going to eat it again. But if one more person learns about lemon Starbucks lemon chiffon yogurt, then I guess I've had a good day, you know, a successful day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's truly the mark that you've left on this world. Oh, God, please don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Next call. Another comment. Here we go. Hey, so I'm listening to the podcast right now about Bachelor in Paradise. And I'm just saying that now that it's come out that they've resumed filming, 
do we really think that this alleged scandal ever really even happened, or was it all just publicity? Honestly, I wouldn't put anything past Chris Harrison. All right. Have a good week. Insane update. Insane update. So many people. I got a lot of G-chats and texts from people saying, I can't believe you guys were wrong. I, I you just, guys are I, wrong. You guys are wrong. Well, first of all, we were only reading what we from our sources. Like we were only reading like Reality Steve, who said that with ninety, he was ninety percent sure that that show was going to get canceled at least this right. season. They were positive the show was going to go this was going to be canceled this season, and then um, like come back next season, which is kind of what I assumed because it just seemed like such a shit show. But you know what? You know what I learned from this whole thing. What'd you learn, Lindsay? Never put it past fucking money-hungry networks with budgets to lose, you know, with with money to lose, with advertisers to lose because they turned it out and I guess the show is going to be re- resuming filming. Right. And I don't and I don't want to speculate on whether or not what Corinne said happened actually happened, but I will say to me the only thing this proves is that ABC had receipts if not about if not receipts that said that she was lying, not even necessarily that, they must have had footage of on someone. Like they must have something that could wreck someone else. That's like, you know, yeah. even if even if it's like, oh, what you said happened did happen, but we saw what you like. They must have come at her with something really devastating. I mean, but she's still pursuing the case. What right, I think that's happened. why that's why I that's what I think you that's why you can't say that she's a liar because she hasn't stopped. Oh my god. Well, Meanwhile, my neighbor is drilling. Your neighbor is uh, one of the birds from Cinderella. <laughs> I'm sorry I live in like an idyllic, beautiful place where you can hear birds. Uh-huh. Okay, here's what I'm saying. What I think happened, and obviously don't take what I think happened because obviously I wasn't right the last time I said what I thought happened, but what I think happened is that ABC weighed the money loss in terms of continuing the season with the advertisers they already had and what it would cost to like fight this in court with depending on what, you know, what ends up happening with Car corinne you know yeah and they would have lost more money but what was their exact statement it was like their statement said, was there was like it didn't happen what she after said after internal didn't investigation happen. found no evidence of the alleged misconduct that was first reported on june 11th producers were headed back to the island or to right. that's to, the language to they mexico used. that was that they misconduct. said they had they said they had an, they did an internal invest investigation and nothing happened you i mean you think what does that even mean I don't know. Misconduct doesn't. I don't know what misconduct means. And obviously Mexico was like, oh, I guess never mind. If you say it's OK, like, come on back. It's just wild to me. Like, I, I feel like this is one of those things where, like, you cannot you cannot do something something like this unless you are 200 percent certain that this misconduct didn't happen. So I just want to know what they have. The only way they like have any what they do have is this tape. Right. And the quote and the quote says, the footage does not support any charge of misconduct by a cast member, nor does the tape show, contrary to many press reports, that the safety of any cast member was ever in jeopardy. And it says the video Oof. will not be released to safeguard the privacy of those involved. Well, obviously it can't be released, but now, like, what do we even do with this? We have no clue. Meanwhile, she came out with a statement. She still has that statement saying that she and her attorney is saying that it should be shut down. Well, what it could be is just her kind of like, saving face right now if she realized like ah, god speculating about this stuff is so awful but what i know it's not good it's it's not a good look for anyone it's not a good look for us but this could easily just be one of those things where she's like i have to say this statement 
and then I'm never going to mention this again. You know, like her closing, her closing statement is just saying, I'm not going to stop fighting this. And then she just like disappears into obscurity, you know, like maybe she just said that because she doesn't want to admit anything. Yeah. That's all she, like the easiest thing to say is like, I'm going to keep talking to my lawyers. And then you like disappear forever. Or she does keep talking to her lawyers and they file like a, a suit against ABC in the future. Who knows? So her lawyer is Marty Singer, that famous. Oh my uh, God. Her lawyer is Marty Singer. Yeah. So he made oh a statement. God. I know. I know. He made a statement. That How did says, she afford it, Marty Singer? Well, he probably came to her. It needs to be made crystal clear that the production of Bachelor in Paradise was shut down because of multiple complaints received by BIP producers and crew members on set. It was not shut down due to any complaint filed by Corinne against anyone. It comes as no surprise that Warner Brothers, as a result of its own internal investigation, would state that no wrongdoing had occurred. Our own investigation will continue based on multiple new witnesses coming forward, revealing what they saw and heard. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess that's just one of the things we just have to wait and see. I don't know. But what's crazy is that, essentially, they're going to still make the show. Is the show going to address this on the show? It has to at this point. Is is DeMario going to be back on the show? I would guess, but I know fucking nothing, apparently. So I don't even know. I would say no, but who knows at this point? Very devious people. Um, like, ugh, the whole thing is such a mess. Yep, it's a mess. And that's all we know for now, I guess. And sorry for getting it wrong. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I don't In my... I was like, they'd play it safe. Why would they ever, like, you know, risk getting sued or risk losing more money than they already have? And I guess the advertising and all that was so much more money to risk losing that they were just like, we need to make this production happen. We need to make the show happen. I don't know. I don't know. That's I all. Don't know. That's all. That's all there is to say about it at this point. I don't know. Um, moving on to another to an actual call. Here we go. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Someone called about this. I was gonna have to find a way to like shoehorn this, this into you. the call. Oh. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. It's Colleen calling from Chicago. Um, I'm calling. I'm supposed to be studying, but I obviously want to know more about Drake and Josh and their spat. But I found this article on Earn the Necklace, and I don't know what that is. But it's everything you need to know about Josh Tech's life. Um, they don't tell me anything. They just said, what did they say? Not much is to know about Josh Peck's wife, but according to her Facebook page, Paige O'Brien has been dating the actor since November 2013. After dating almost three years, the couple got engaged in March 2016 before staying their vows in June 2017. O'Brien was also the first between the two to subtly announce their engagement through a sweet post on Instagram where she is flaunting a massive ring. And then, then they just show how she can take pictures of herself and they caption it and those are the five things I need to know no need to be bashful keeping it light and breezy she even looks good in windy weather all ready to slay at the Britannia Awards and winding out on vacation what the fuck does any of that even mean okay love you bye good form Bella Thorne um, I gotta say I went to this so uh, this is one call we got a couple other calls about like what's going on with Drake and Josh but I love I love this because there's really nothing to know about Paige O'Brien Josh Peck's wife who's the reason for this whole ordeal Paige O'Brien is the reason we're talking about Drake and Josh because, because Paige O'Brien because Paige O'Brien married Josh Peck um, and what happened is Paige O'Brien marries Josh Peck John Stamos is there um, a whole lot of other people who don't matter they're not even who's were there uh, then on the afternoon of the wedding on Saturday. Then on the afternoon of the wedding, 
Drake Bell, his former castmate on the show Drake and Josh, which was a Nickelodeon show that, like, I don't know, younger millennials were into. It just cracks me up because it's their names. They use their names, so it's even more confusing because it's like, <laughs> yes, those are characters they played that were, I think, brothers or whatever. Were they brothers? They were brothers, yeah. So there were these characters they played their brothers, but these two who are also named Drake and Josh are not but brothers. But they weren't brothers. They're not right. actually brothers. They're not actually Guess brothers. What? They're not actually brothers. Yeah, no surprise. And so at some point, Drake found out while he was doing whatever on Saturday afternoon that his friend, former friend, Josh Peck, was getting married. And he tweeted, when you're not invited to the wedding, the message is clear. Ellipsis. <laughs> it's so funny. It's funnier every time I look at it. And I can't wait five... till you get married and I can just do that anyways, even if I go. <laughs> when you're not invited to the wedding, the message is clear. The message is clear. And then he tweets five minutes later, true colors have come out. <laughs> true colors have come out today. Message is loud and clear. Ties are officially cut. I'll miss you, brother. Wait, why is <laughs> B-R-O-T-H-A. I'll miss you, brother. So apparently no one got a screen grab of it, but like every website says he later tweeted, loyalty is key. Always, Always. remembers where you're where you yeah. come from. He's commented before, people have asked him like if they're friends, and he's like, I don't know, I don't really talk to them much. But what I will say, wait for a second. So anyway, just so happens that coincidentally, before I get to the weird Drake Bell stuff. Just to confirm that they are not friends at all. Josh Peck was coincidentally on a podcast. Coincidentally. Called, I think this is I think this is actually a coincidence because it was probably recorded a while ago. This podcast allegedly, which is apparently pretty popular by I think we've mentioned it before, the hosts are Theo Vaughn and Matthew Cole Weiss. You know, Josh Peck was the most recent guest on this show. And while he was on the show, they asked him if he was still friends with Drake Bell. And his quote is so good so they said hey josh where is drake and he says this is a josh peck quote i have no good answer for people and i get it all the time which is like where's drake i wish i had a better answer but probably at home whole foods i don't know (laughs) (laughs) that's a good answer it's a a really good it's a really good answer because it like could be interpreted as shady it could be interpreted as i don't care enough to talk about it who knows i don't think it actually is shady i think it's like really funny i think it just literally means i don't know her anymore i just was like whole foods (laughs) right whole foods who knows that's where celebrities go Whole Foods. this is the best part of the story so everyone writes about this let me tell you something Drake and Josh wasn't even on TV very long. Drake and Josh was only on, was barely on four seasons. It wasn't That's a while. Yeah, it's a while, but it's not huge. It's not like Hannah Montana. I, I just don't put put it in the pantheon of you know big Nickelodeon shows. The I pantheon. Feel like, you know, um, it's yes. not like iCarly. They, neither of them ended up like uh, Miley Cyrus or Miranda Cosgrove or Wait, Debbie did, Ryan. Are you about or whoever. to bring up? Are you about to bring up Miranda Cosgrove? Because that's what I was going to also mention. Did you see this other thing about Miranda Cosgrove? No. I so, just I just knew they were peers. No, but apparently people are now commenting on Miranda Cosgrove's Instagram like, you took Drake's invitation <laughs> to the wedding. Like, there are, people are spamming her comments like, Megan is ruining Josh's marriage, too. Her name was Megan on the show. What did yeah, you do, Megan? Megan? What did you do, Megan? You weren't invited to the wedding. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> I'm dead. You weren't invited to the wedding either. Because I guess she wasn't invited to the wedding or she was. Confusing. Anyways, I just love that there people are dragging her into it. People are really in their own heads about uh, this yeah, entire it's really crazy. thing. Yeah. Anyway, so this show is on. It's canceled. Josh Peck has been consistently acting 
ever since. He's been in movies. He's not a huge star. He's well, the reason why Stamos things, was at his wedding was to play his son on Grandfathered. Yeah. On Grandfathered. Mm-hmm. Anyway, compare Josh Peck's sort of, you know, C-list career. Very active. You know, he has a life. Um, he, I mean, he has a career that is like, you know, very active and he can support himself on this. Drake Bell's career sort of fell apart. Um, he bought a house, then he had to foreclose on the house. He was in a band that no one cares about. He didn't really act much afterwards. He got a DUI at one point. His career is just sort of uh, even less of anything than Josh Peck's. They're not friends. They're not friends anymore. So we're not thinking about either of these people, really. And if we're thinking about anyone, we're thinking about Josh Peck, but not much. So my conspiracy theory is that the only reason Drake Bell sort of sassily did this Twitter stuff is because he knew people would write about it, which acts as a sort of primer to the big news he was going to drop later this week, which happened yesterday, a spread in Flaunt Magazine. (laughs) Which, in case you don't know what Flaunt Magazine is, I don't have a good answer for you. I just know it's where, like, men take off their shirts. And it's like a place, it's a place where straight men can feel comfortable sort of appealing to a gay-ish audience. Because it's like, oh, I'm going to pull down my pants just like a little bit and give you like a glimpse so of like... So basically like men's fit, like men's health or men's fitness. What's no, that? What's men's health? Men's fitness could at least like... Flaunt doesn't have that sort of service journalism thing. Flaunt is just the is just straight up... Uh, it's like Maxim for men, I guess. It's like artsy also. It's artsy-ish. I guess you could have like good photographers on it. Anyway, there are all these shirtless pictures and like almost naked photos of, of Drake Bell which we would not have cared about had he not been top of mind because of the Josh Peck stuff. So now he's getting more play for these shirtless pictures and people are suddenly thirsty for Drake Bell, which I guarantee will not last long. Drake um, Bell simmers in flaunt exclusive fashion story. To be fair, I, he kind of looks like Luke Perry. He's got, he's not, you know. Well, he has old face also. He looks like a, he looks much older than Josh He looks Peck like Luke looks. Perry now. <laughs> That's what God. I'm saying. Um, anyway, I think, what do you, what do you think about that? Do you think he would, or do you think that's too conniving? No, I think that's 100% true. Somebody, even if it was Flaunt Magazine that released these at like a specific time, somebody said, oh, he's in the news, we should drop these photos. Or maybe they were, maybe they weren't going to come out until July. Maybe they weren't going to come out until August, you know? But now they're dropping these photos, uh, and he's simmering in Flaunt Magazine exclusive fashion story. I don't get what he is even like what's the purpose he's just hot so he's in the magazine or something i guess because he's not really promoting anything he always has these bands that he's sort of working on um he has this band called uh god what the hell is it called black house mike god what is his stupid band called doesn't it really doesn't matter it really doesn't matter but this is my this is my favorite part of his wikipedia it's just the truth here we go Right. In 2014, Bell released his third album, Ready, Steady, Go, under the indie label Surf Dog Records. Ready, Steady, Go debuted on 182 on the Billboard 200 and sold 2,000 copies in its first week of release. <laughs> that's so rude to have that at the top of your Wikipedia page. Anyway, that's kind of all there is. That's kind of all there is. And again, Paige O'Brien, nothing to see nothing to see here when it comes to Paige O'Brien, but I will say there is something to see on the website that the caller called about, Earn the Necklace, because these top five things are so... It, it was funny when she said them, but to scroll through, number one, no need to be bashful. Number two, keeping it light and breezy. I'm sorry I'm repeating it, but she looks good in windy weather. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Moving on to the next call. 
Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Arielle from New York. So I was reading the June issue of Marie Claire. Um, I'm a little behind, and I stumbled upon this article about someone named Callie Hernandez and was like, who is that? I was getting some serious uh, Shailene Woodley vibes from her based on what she said, and then I had a very proud moment when I realized that the author was um, Lindsay Weber, and I got very excited. But basically, you did tell us in the article what we should know about her, but I just want to know, is she somebody that we should actually be paying attention to? Um, She's the kind of girl that drinks out of canteens, like among rocks, and I'm just getting so many Shailene Woodley vibes from this lady. So who is she? There's also some debate because I guess the article said she was 28 and people think she's 21. Uh, she definitely doesn't look 21, but then again, we know that uh, that means nothing in Hollywood. So uh, who is this person? Should we know her? And that's it. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. She was really lovely to talk to and had a great time, Bobby. She's from Texas, and we talked a lot about swimming holes. Um, and But I will say, like, do you need to know her? I don't really think so. I mean, I think she she's still kind of, like, on the come up. She was in La La Land, weirdly. She played one of the friends, and she uh, was in uh, Alien Covenant, and now she's going to be in this movie called Under the Silver Lake. But, I, I mean, I don't. I mean, that's really all you need to know. It's, it's yet to be seen. It's yet to be seen whether or not. Yeah, it's, way t- it's yet to be seen. But she was lovely, and I enjoyed talking to her very much. Next call. Hi. So I hate myself because there was this link from just Jared, like, five things to know about Brandon Cyrus, the rising musician. And I said, don't click it. Because you know, number one is going to be, he's related to Miley Cyrus. Uh, Don't click it. Don't click it. I clicked it. And number one was, he has the entertainment business in his blood. He's related to Miley, Billy Ray, Noah, Fish, Brandy, Trace. What the fuck are all these Cyruses doing? Like, please, whatever you do, do not talk about why Brandon Cyrus is in the news this week, because it's not a good reason. Talk about Miley, whatever. But, like, please, Lynch and Bobby, do not talk about this new, annoying Cyrus. That's, oh, all right. I guess, are we even supposed to say anything, or do we just play it? Guess what, dear caller? We are not going to be talking about this new, annoying Cyrus. Have you been watching Cyrus vs. Cyrus? I haven't. No, have you? You watch HGTV. Why haven't you watched it? It's on Bravo, I think. Do you know what I've been watching, though, that I'm really what have you obsessed been watching? with? <gasps> You're going to kill me for bringing it up. Oh, is this that uh, the so- something house? I'm Terrace really house? obsessed with this show called Terrace House. Do you even know I, it? You keep talking about it, but I don't know what it is. You keep mentioning it as though I've seen every episode. It's you. I'm like, I don't want you to watch it, but I do because it's like ruining my life because it's one of those shows that it's subtitled because it's Japanese. So you have to actually watch it. So basically, I'm just not I'm so not productive when I watch it. Usually when I watch TV, I can kind of like do a few other things at once, kind of pay attention off and on, especially reality TV. But this is a reality show that you really have to pay attention to. So it's this show called Terrace House. It is which version of it are you watching? I'm watching the one that's on Netflix. Aloha it's called State. Boys and Girls. No, no, no. It's called Boys and Girls in the City. 
Okay. Aloha State's when they go to Hawaii. Is it good? It's honestly so good. It's so, the premise is wild. It's like it's like a super super friendly and nice version of Bachelor in Paradise, where the people just come to this house to live. They keep their normal jobs. They go to work all the time, so they're like weirdly busy. And then they 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 all kind of pair off and kind of ask each other on dates. But the asking of dates is so stressful and intense that it takes up the entire time they're in the house because all they do is separate into boys and girls and ask each other what how they should ask each other on dates. Oh my god! It's so good. <laughs> How many episodes so have you watched? Good. Like 11. Like 11. And what's great is that every time they're really obsessed with like their purpose in the house. And because they all come to find love, if they don't find love or if they get rejected, which they – oh, so many people get rejected. It's wild. One time a guy asked a girl and she said she would rather go to Costco with everyone. That was like her rejection. Like he was like, hey, I thought we could like take the car and go somewhere just the two of us. And she's like, I would much rather go to Costco with the group. <laughs> Uh, same. I just want to go to Costco with the group. Everyone's really, 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 really polite. So so th- no one ever says no. They just say either I think of you as more of a like a friend or a brother. That's what they'll say a lot. Or they'll say I'm not ready for a relationship, which is also a lie. But this girl straight <laughs> up was like, I would much rather go to Costco with the group. <laughs> Honestly, what's better than going to Costco with the group? So what happens is if they don't if they don't find love after like two shots, like if they get rejected like twice, they'll leave the house. Like they'll just decide to go. So they'll be like, okay, it's time for me to go. Then a new person shows up and the new person like it's like Bachelor in Paradise where like even people who are kind of going on dates, if a new person shows up that's hotter, they'll be like, ooh, I want to go on a date with them. And then they'll go on a date and then they steal their man. I highly recommend it. It's so good. I'm obsessed. I know I'm late to it because a lot of people were like, uh, obviously, you should have been watching this already. But yesterday, yesterday, Lindsay and I were talking about books and <laughs> we were just talking about books. And he was like, how am I, how am I supposed to, th- how am I supposed to make time to read these books? I got to watch Terrace House. I can't read these books when there's Terrace House. And I, I had no, I had no idea what Terrace House was, and I just played along. I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I can't stop watching Terrace House. Maybe I should start watching J- JK. I will not watch this show. You're never gonna watch it, anyways. Um, I'm never talking about Braden Cyrus, but I will talk about Terrace House for a good ten minutes. So there you go, Terrace House. Um, and now we have one final call before leaving you all for the weekend. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Rachel. Um, I just finished listening to the new episode, and you guys said Beetlejuice a lot. Um, so I was just calling to make sure you're okay and not being haunted. Okay, love you. Bye. I don't know, Lindsay. Uh-oh. I don't think um, I have seen any sort of signs of being haunted by Beetlejuice. Have you? I haven't, but I'm not more worried. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I spoke too soon. <laughs> wow, that was a really good gag. Thanks. I thought of it. I thought of it during the call. What if you were like every single morning you woke up and you didn't realize that like that played like every morning it was like all of a sudden. <laughs> and then you like opened your closet and all you had were like um, Rita Ora Beetlejuice outfits or whatever. I love it, honestly. Honestly. Anyways. Okay, we're done. We may be being haunted, but TBD. And that's the end of the show. So I guess we're going to have to go... Uh, you know catch some ghosts or whatever what are we gonna do oh should we announce that we're gonna have who dad on monday who dad monday <gasps> oh don't who miss dad's monday. On monday who dad such a good episode it's a great episode we recorded last like night. this episode was fine but that Excuse episode's me. gonna be sick <laughs>
<laughs> right? Like negging ourselves. I'm sorry, you know. Um, we're so excited about that. Also, um, we mentioned this before, um, hashtag Spawn. Go check us out on the Of A Kind podcast, which I think will be out at some point next week. It was really fun to do. I mean, you'll know. Look at our Twitter. You'll know. We'll, t- we'll tweet it, but you should check it out. It'll be good. We'll be on there talking about, like, behind-the-scenes shit. And uh, what else? That's it, I think. That's it. See you next week. Bye. Bye. You will drive it. Yeah, 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 they want to know. Hey. Neil. Hey. Neil. Hey. Neil. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous. You two have really screwed up. I received word that you allowed yourself to be photographed. And you let Beetlejuice out and didn't put him back. And you let Otho get hold of the handbook. Never trust the living. We cannot have a routine haunting like yours provide proof that there is existence beyond death. That was a HeadGum Podcast.